better than this? Guys being dudes here at the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Kyle, happy hump day to you. Happy hump day. I am on Monday when we did the linebackers. So I said I was looking forward to this. I am not looking forward to today's. This was an incredibly challenging prospect to put together a Frankenstein's monster of cornerbacks when considering there's 40 of them drafted every year. So you literally had to sit here and sort through like 200 corners to try and find 10 individual (laughs) traits personified over the sample size from 2018 to 2021. And oh, by the way, you can't use the same guy more than once. Uh, yeah, this is one of the hardest for sure. I've got a couple of wild cards on here. I think we might have two overlaps if I were to set the betting odds. So it's Joe calling the shot today. On Monday, it was Kyle yeah. saying we were going we yeah. to get three. And I am selling three. that. You think you think less than two oh, like yeah. matches? We had, we had, brother, we had one at linebacker, and this was Isaiah Simmons way more complex. Ooh. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. I am selling that hard. Ten let's traits. do it. 2018 to 2021 draft class. The, guy, the guys can only use a player once. I'll count them down. They'll talk about the player. 2021 is the strike zone. Isn't that what yes. I said? I'm yes. make sure. Yeah. Man coverage skills is your first trade up. The two reactions, and I know everybody can't see this, but the two reactions when I read the trade out loud, <laughs> Kyle smiled, nodded his head. Joe just like shook his head and scratched his head. It was, it was two polar opposite reactions to this being the first trade. Man coverage skills. Three, two, one. CJ JC Horn. Okay. CJ Henderson, cornerback, Florida, Jacksonville Jaguars. Top 10 pick, right? Um yes. I, th- I thought that was like his thing, right? That was his calling card. You felt like this is the type of physical package in terms of size, length, athleticism, foot quickness, hip fluid, hip fluidity. I mean, didn't give up nothing at Florida. He got drafted in top 10 because of what he can do in man coverage. And I don't think he was super physical or a guy that was great in run support or tackling like I literally think that was what Jacksonville said. We want a man coverage corner, and we get, we're going to get that in C.J. Henderson. And so I, I thought from – I don't want to use the word redeeming quality because I think there's a lot to like about Henderson. But when something like that stands out so much that you're willing to kind of overlook some other things, it says a lot about a guy's ability to play in man coverage. Yeah, and that's fair. Uh, for me, J.C. Horn being the selection, obviously a very ripe evaluation and one that we just got done doing and what he was able to do this year and play physical press man coverage and, and be in people's faces and, and just how long and physical and dominant he was. And uh, Joe, I know I'm sitting here looking at your notes and you had mentioned that he was a little grabby on longer developing routes, but I think when you have a guy who can be so disruptive at the line of scrimmage and just say, Hey, go line up across from him, lock him down. And you trust J.C. Horn to do that. And you trust him to do it against perimeter wide receivers. And you also trust him to do it against a guy like Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think that's a great testament to how versatile he can be in man-to-man coverage. So that's why he was my choice. Next trait up, zone coverage skills. Three, two, one. Patrick Michael Ojemudier. Second. 
Go ahead. I told you it was going to be weird. <laughs> it's not a bad I mean, pick. I mean, he was really cerebral at that. I mean, there's no right. question. Right, and that was that was the thing that stood out to me as I'm pulling up my notes now for Michael Ojemudier out of uh, University of Iowa uh, was uh, selected, what was this, 2019 draft class? Yeah. Zone cover skills, super sharp here. He's aggressive and routinely keys plays to jump into the catch point or crash receivers as they're flipping their eyes back to the ball. Much of his ball production has come from zone as well to react and flow to the throw as he navigates both deep third and flat responsibilities while keying the eyes of the quarterback. So he was a day two selection. Uh, long speed was was something that he really struggled with, but as far as being instinctive in deep third coverage, uh, really, really, really good there. Uh, so as I kind of piecemeal together what the rest of this pairing of 10 traits was going to look like, I went with a little bit more specialized skill set and zone coverage and settled on Michael Ojemudia, who was a draft crush of mine from that year's draft class. Patrick Sertain, the second Alabama uh, Denver Bronco now. Um, zone coverage. I mean, the thing that qualified Sertain here for me is football intelligence in general. And when you play for Nick Saban at Alabama, you are running very advanced coverage concepts in college and certain was like a pro. And I think you could say that a lot about a lot of different Alabama corners. Yeah. But I mean, just really advanced, just always understanding landmarks and when to adjust and cueing the backfield, being physical, capping routes. I mean, he, he's a do everything guy. And I think a lot of that speaks to how smart and aware he is in coverage and how much he anticipates things. And so you think about, Obviously, coming up on, as the son of, a, of an NFL legend at corner, playing for Nick Saban at a high level, he can handle anything you need in zone coverage. Two Denver Broncos as choices here. Yep. Yeah. Ball skills. Your next trait. This might be an Three. overlap. Three. Two. One. Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. Let's go. Yeah. Good job, boys. Virginia Tech. Go ahead, Tennessee Joe. This was Titans your guy. Player. Um, man, yeah. Converted wide receiver. Um and I think he's really advanced for a guy that's relatively new to playing cornerback. But the one thing that just you have no doubt about is his ability to play the football in the air. And you watch the Miami game. Uh goodness gracious, just elite ball skills. Game slows down to him. He knows how to position himself. He knows how to attack it. He's got a ton of length. He's got great size. And he just outworks people for the football. I I mean, just special ball skills from Caleb Farley. I have nothing else to add. No further questions, Your Honor. You're letting Joe's word speak for you. Is that is that yes. the way? I okay. Yes. All right. So that's yes. an official statement from Kyle Krabs. See Joe Marino's comments. Uh, tackling is your next trait up here on the list. Three, two, one. Jair Holton Alexander. <laughs> Holton told, Hill's a good choice. I told you I had a weird one coming for tackling, and man, that, that's a good choice though. Go ahead, dude. Is a killer as a tackler, man. Like you watched him at Texas, and this guy. I mean, every stereotype that you have about cornerbacks and tackling and not wanting to do it and, you know, are they willing or not? Or can they get guys on the ground? No, Holton Hill tackles like he's a friggin' Mike linebacker from 1975. 
You know what I mean? Like he's does, he doesn't have everything, but my goodness, he is an assertive tackler that wraps up and wants to be a tone setter with the way he comes up and hits people. Jair Alexander, uh, my choice. Looking at my 2018 evaluation, actually had tackling identified as his best trait. Uh, has an awareness to attack the football in the hands of receivers, both at the catch point and after the catch to attempt to strip the ball. Willing to cut low on bigger ball carries on the perimeter and effectively brings the pad and runs the feet through when looking to tackle in head-up scenarios as well. And he had an appetite for it. And I understand his last year at Louisville, Joe, on Monday, we talked about the importance in watching players in more than one year. Yes. You remember Jire's last season? Yes. At Louisville, he was and it was kind of like, man, like yeah. he played in six games. He came back, you know, he, he missed time midseason. And I think he came back and played at the very end of the year, but he wasn't himself. Uh, so he, you watched him his sophomore year, and oh my goodness, he was, he was an animal. So. That has obviously transitioned very well for him uh, with the Green Bay Packers. He's one of the best young corners in football. And, uh, yeah, it's my choice for tackling. I remember I was at the uh, – I did the NC State-Louisville game. It was a, it was a night game, and uh, Bobby Petrino, terrible football coach uh, at the time, Jeez. was was at Louisville. Yeah, you know me. I can smell a bad football coach when I see one. I, he was my target for a while. Uh, but, anyways, <laughs> listening to – Listening, listening to Petrino after the game in his press conference, and, and Jair had tried to play, and he gave up a, a completion or something like that. And somebody had asked, you know, hey, is is Jair Alexander is he okay? Is he healthy? And, and Bobby Petrino goes, goes, no. Did you see the completion he gave up? Because and they're like, yeah. He's like, well, uh, if he was healthy, he would have picked that pass off. Like, I mean, everybody knew how special he was. And I'll get to Jair Alexander at some point here, but. Um, yeah, just to kind of accentuate what you said there about seeing players at their best and understanding how important that is. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Versatility. Next up here, gentlemen. Three, two, one. Jeff Akuda. Jeff Akuda. Two in a row. <laughs> yeah, we got man. two overlaps here. That's terrific. So we've hit my betting odds. It's um, true. Yeah. See if anyone took the over. We'll see. There's a lot of good opportunities left. I think that's the thing with Jeff Akuto, Ohio State, Detroit Lions, uh, current player. When you watched him play at at Ohio State, you came away feeling like there just you wasn't any limitation. Any system. Yeah, like press coverage, sure. Zone cover three. Cover th- it didn't matter. He could tackle. He could play the ball in the air. It just the questions were all answered. Size, everything. And so I th- I, we obviously agree that versatility was a spot to put them. So my top two traits for that year's cycle that I noted were man cover skills and zone cover skills. And I scroll down and I look at Akuda's synopsis and his best trait that I had identified was just cover skills. I didn't quantify <laughs> if it was man or zone. 
the notes were glowing on both as far as what he's physically capable of. Obviously, he made the big jump in zone coverage his final year at Ohio State, kind of helped him get a little bit more ball production and anticipation on when to drop off routes and uh, attack a couple stems trying to flood him vertically up the field and instead of you know, being too far shaded to one side or the other. So, uh, yeah, Jeff Akuda, you you watched him play his final season at Ohio State and you were like, yeah, he played just about anywhere in the league. And you feel like he's going to have a really good chance for success. And we'll see if his player development helps him get to that point eventually. Competitive toughness is next up for you guys. Three, two, one. Denzel Rock Ward. Yusen. Good answer. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I went Denzel Ward, corner Ohio State, current Cleveland Brown. Uh, <laughs> Denzel Ward was top five pick, right? He's yep. 5'10", 183 pounds. He doesn't know it. He has no idea that he's that small. Nobody you know, told him. Nobody, nobody told, told him that he's tiny. Nobody told him, right? Like, I that that and that's why I picked him. Uh, he tackles. He'll get in your face at the line of scrimmage. He'll you know compete at the catch point. And I mean, I, I'm guessing that was a big reason why Cleveland picked him so high. He doesn't have the physical traits that you're looking for. Obviously, he's the athlete you're looking for, but he's not the size player that you're looking for. Is a all right, top five, number one corner. This is going to be our shutdown guy at 5'10", 183. That's because he doesn't give a rat's ass about his size. He's going to compete and uh, and play well above his weight class. So I picked Rocky Sin, who has a similar attitude with how physic- or how aggressive he plays, but he's actually big to be able to throw some guys around on the outside instead of just beating them with quickness and then being a really good tackler, which is what Denzel Ward had so much success doing at Ohio State. And obviously, one of the big concerns with Denzel, and he's done okay with this since coming in, was the durability stuff, right? As far as like, can your body hold up when you play with that reckless abandon? Well, I wanted to get a guy who had the density and rock is rocked up for lack of better phrasing, when you think about his size and build and how physical he played, almost to a detriment at times in coverage at the top of routes where he's a little too physical and grabby and uh, just trust the technique a little bit more, but has all the physicality you could possibly hope for to throw guys around on the outside or to be a really good tackler. So Rocky Sin from Temple with the Indianapolis Colts uh, was my choice for competitive toughness. Next up. Functional athleticism. Time out. Please. We have two more opportunities for overlap, Joe. Uh, wow. I Okay, so I don't know if that's true based on the knowledge I have. So it might be uh, less. From my perspective, I okay. have two opportunities to overlap. Including this one? Yes. Well, I have three more opportunities for overlap, which says that Oh, fun. <laughs> we might only have one based on the odds right, here. Right, 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 right. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Functional athleticism. Three, two, one. Jair Jeff Alexander. Gladney. I went Jair Alexander, corner Louisville. Yeah, uh, Green Bay Packers. So yeah, tell everybody his, his short shuttle time, if you remember it. Brother, 398. I, I got it right here. <laughs> I got it right here, ready for this to talk about it. 398 short shuttle, uh, 671 three cone, 438 40 yard dash, 127 in the broad jump. I'm not a math guy. What is that? Uh, 12 7. It's good. Really good. I don't know what happened on the vert. 35? Like that's something happened. He didn't learn how to do a vertical jump. 
But I mean, this guy is a plus uh, plus 88 percentile in 40 broad three cone 20 yard short shuttle. This guy is in an elite corner in the NFL because he can turn a run with anybody. And obviously has great coverage instincts and ball skills. And Kyle talked about his tackling. He can do anything he wants on the football field. And he's a great chirper, right? I mean, some of the some of the most uh oh, yeah. you know, biggest clapbackers you, you'll you'll see out there. So the, the he's the he's the entire package. And of course the, the athleticism is a big part of why. So there's an important word here, and it's functional athleticism. Because the guy I picked, Jeff Gladney was not the kind of athletic tester that Jair Alexander was, but you watched him on the football field and you had very little question about his ability to trigger an attack downhill or mirror routes and and the foot quickness that he had was really where he shined. There might not be a more weird combine test than Jeff Gladney running a (laughs) seven two six, which was sixth percentile for three cone drill for cornerback since 1999. It's the dumbest, least explicable test I can possibly think of for a corner. But from a functional skill set perspective, you watch Jeff Gladden, you said, he can run with anybody. He can mirror anybody in the line of scrimmage. He's really quick-footed. Would he have been my top choice? Not necessarily. I had two names written down in this spot, including Jair Alexander, before I settled on Jeff Gladden, but this is kind of the moving of the puzzle pieces to find the right fit. Jeff Gladney is functional athleticism going into this spot here. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Dot com. Folks, Built Bar, best tasting protein bar ever. So many amazing flavors. They're all delicious. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like eating a candy bar, but it is good for you. Built Bars are great for anyone who is health conscious. Whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in a delicious treat, you have to try Built Bars. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and perfect for anybody who is on the keto diet. Got a deal for you. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15, and it'll get you 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Three traits left to go, gentlemen. Football IQ is next up on the list here in front of me. Three, two, one. Christian Patrick Sertain the second. Good answer. Good answer. I mean, you just got done talking about playing in that Nick Saban system, right? And yep. all the things that you're asked to do and, and the cover seven and pattern matching. Yep. The the sight adjustments and, and you know, reading multiple stems at the snap. And you do all those things, you do it at a high level, and you do it to the calmness and confidence that Patrick Sertain does it. That's all I need to know. I'm, I'm putting you there 
and feeling really good about football IQ for Patrick Sertain the second. Never mind his football pedigree with his dad as well. Yeah. Christian Fulton, LSU Tigers, Tennessee Titan. I got a couple of young corners here. Um, hey, Joe, proud of picking Christian Fulton here. Yeah, you know, Coach O, when when you coached Christian Fulton, it was pretty easy because he was so smart. I'm guessing. Yeah, Christian Fulton is super smart, cerebral player. Does really well at the line of scrimmage, play physical, find football. Go Tigers. Yeah, you know, the dude never panics, right? Like, I, I remember cool as a cucumber. Just to, that was when you watched him play, didn't matter. If he if he got beat off the line, he was able to recover. Challenge at the catch point, finds a football, never panics. I, I knows where to be, good in zone. I think he's versatile. Tennessee's already kind of tapping into playing him in, inside and outside. I, I I just think he can do anything on the football field because he's so smart. Two traits left. Run defending. Three, two, one. Carlton Denzel Davis. Ward. Carlton Davis, cornerback, Auburn Tigers, current Tampa Bay Buccaneers player. Um, might be one of the best five run defending corners in the NFL. Long, physical, willing to come downhill and tackle. Obviously good in press coverage. But you go back to his time at Auburn, and this was something that he was really good at. I mean, playing the D-gap, type of guy that in your scouting report, you wrote things down like not just a willing participant in the run game, but he's going to make your run defense better. And I think a, a, a defense like what Tampa runs requires this from their corners, and they got a good one in Carlton Davis. Yeah, so we got done talking about Denzel Ward and – uh, how fearless he is and how nobody told him that he's not supposed to be uh, this big scrappy guy kind of filling at the line of scrimmage and tackling and playing uh, playing the run. And it was the attitude for me as much as anything else. And that was one of the things in my notes is his eyes are bigger than his pads. Uh, but I appreciate just how hard he went any opportunity he had to step in the line of scrimmage. So that's why Denzel Ward... Uh, was another one of those guys for functional athleticism that I had given consideration to, uh, but ultimately settled on slotting him here because I could not bear to stomach the idea of leaving him off. Uh, so took the attitude that he brought to run defending here. Length is the last category to discuss here. I will ask this question very carefully. Do we have a chance for an oil hall? Joe shaking his head. No, there's no, no I hear, there's a chance because my guy hasn't been said by Kyle, but also I don't think there's a chance Kyle included my guy on his list. So, you know, did you just go to mock draftable and look for the, I did the Orlando Brown thing here. Okay. Well then there's a chance for an overlap. This is what I like to see. Tease I'd it. Be shocked. Length I'd be shocked. three, it, it, two, one. Levi Wallace. Benjamin St. Juiced. <laughs> Go ahead. Dude is 91st, per- 91st percentile of corners in wingspan, 78 and uh, 5 eighths inches, and, and arm length of 32 and, and 5 eighths, which is 87th percentile for corners in arm length. So uh, obviously a member of this year's draft class. Minnesota was really good down at the Senior Bowl, showcased that length freakish amounts of it. He's 91st percent or 98th percentile for height as well. So you think guys, six, three and a quarter playing corner with 91st percentile wingspan, just put your arms up in the air, right? And like, <laughs> right. He, you're going to disrupt the catch point period. Margin so for error. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So that's why I settled on Benjamin St. Just out of Minnesota. 
So Levi Wallace, my pick, uh, Alabama, uh, current Buffalo Bills player, UDFA, been a starter for the Bills basically for the last three seasons opposite of Tredavious White. And the thing about Levi Wallace is that he's extremely physically limited. Six foot, 179 pounds. He's got a, he runs a 4'6", 340-yard dash, which is the 11th percentile. 33-inch vertical jump, which is the 13th percentile. Physically, he's tall, skinny, and not explosive. But he's managed to become a reasonable starting cornerback in the NFL because he has good length, 32 and three-quarter inch arms, which is the 89th percentile. And when you put him into a zone defense, um, like the Bills run, which is really designed to force your quarterback into low percentage throws, when you have length, that helps make those low percentage throws even more difficult. And I think Levi Wallace has carved out a role, not just because, you know, I think he's got good leadership traits and work ethic and those types of things, but he gets by because he knows how to use that length to affect throwing lanes. He's actually an outstanding tackler. Only missed like 3% of his tackle attempts last year, which is one of the best percentages in the entire NFL. And, and he just, he's overcome a severe lack of physical traits because he knows how to use his length. And so kind of like what we did at offensive tackle with Orlando Brown. And I know that Orlando Brown as a tackle is a much better player than Levi Wallace is at corner. But when you're able to overcome major anomalies that don't typically work in the NFL because you know how to use the one thing that you do have, that's why I picked Levi Wallace for length. Way to go go to bat for your guy, man. You know I talk a lot of crap on Levi, but I do respect way to, way a lot to go, about him. Go to bat for your guy, man. <laughs> that's what this is all about. So we have safeties yet, Chris. Is that correct? Uh, yes, and then we're going to do kickers and punters and then long no. snappers. Well, I can tell you right now we are not doing kickers, process. punters, and long snappers. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, safeties is uh, is the last um, position on the schedule. I will let everybody know that that episode is coming out, out uh, on Monday. It's going to start next week. We have a special episode coming to you tomorrow on Thursday and then the Friday free-for-all, as always, on Friday. So, uh, yeah, these series have slowly come to an end. I think we've all been enjoying taking part, and then we hope you guys have been enjoying them as well. And then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tease it here. The, the summer scouting content is coming soon. There's going to be some breakdowns of some players, at least what the guys think of here in the early going. That's also coming around the corner. So it's, uh, it's getting to that time of year. We've been grinding the tape. Hashtag can't wait. So Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, thanks always for listening to Draft Dudes. We got two more this week. We got great content coming up all offseason, all summer long. Make sure you check it out. Hit subscribe. Enjoy your Wednesday.